Good afternoon. We'd like to welcome you to the Nicole One Show. I'm your host today, Cricket. I would love to introduce my guest today. She's a mime, Minister Felicia Harmon Brown. Welcome, Felicia. You are mother of three. I am. And a grandma. And I'm a, a new grandma. Yes. Oh. Yes. And you're a Christian counselor, but yeah. a ministry called Born to Praise. Can you tell us a little bit about that? So let's see, Born to Praise Ministries, okay? It's, it's plural and it's plural for a reason because in my vision, when God gave me the name Born to Praise, right? I'll never forget it was in the late 1990s, maybe even early 1990s, I was sitting on the floor in the back of my old church. And I was trying to think of uh, different names, right? You know, from my little, my little self dancing. And I was like, woman of valor. No, uh, warrior woman. <laughs> I'm like, no. And I'm like, what should I name myself? And I heard the Holy Spirit whisper, you were born to praise me. And like I said, mm, so I became born to praise. Now, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, can, I can see it like I can see you. I remember the exact day. So now the ministry is incorporated. So I was born to praise. First, I was born to praise ministry. Okay, right? Yay. And then now in 2012, I became born to praise ministries. And the reason why it's ministries is because as I was writing my vision around 2011, I remember seeing a large black umbrella and under the umbrella, one day will be different tiers. So Born to Praise Ministries is like the umbrella, right? And then it'd be Born to Dance, Born to Teach, Born to Speak, okay? Because I want to be a motivational, well, an empowerment speaker, I'd say, and Born to Reach like to reach youth through books or whatever the case may even born to read so many of our youth don't read and i've started a woman's book club recently so that's what i saw under the umbrella of born to praise ministries so born to praise ministries really what we do we specialize in gospel mind but also liturgical movement and dance because i started off as a praise dancer you know i wasn't always a mime and so with that, what we do is we mentor and coach, um, train, instruct, and, you know, uh, dancers, either from beginning to advance, which we provide mentorship, okay, especially uh, out-of-state mentorship and inside mentorship uh, for adult moms. We provide foundational scriptures in dance and instruction, okay? And, and the whys behind the paint for beginners. And intermediates, we ask a whole lot of questions, like where do you wanna go? Where do you want your ministry to go? Do you want a solo ministry? Uh, are you in, a, in the, uh, a dance group? What is your role in the dance group? How do you apply the paint? What do you know about the paint? Why do you dance? What are the biblical colors? How do you pick your, why do you wanna wear a robe? And when you wear a robe, who says you need to wear a robe? I mean, what about your church? Do you minister at your church? What church you go to? Well, do you minister outside the walls, inside the walls? So in the middle part, we got to get a feel for where you are and who told you about this thing called the dance, 
All right, now. That's what we do. Whoa. Hey. So when I look at mine and the worldly avenue, I'm looking at one of the greatest, Marcel Marceau, French actor, mimer. My grandfather used to look at them silent movies that got on my nerves. Yeah, Biff the Clown. That was yeah. his, his most famous character. Yeah. yeah. And he's well known internationally and globally. He has mentored a lot of actors, mentored even artists like Michael Jackson. So their definition of mine in the worldly arena is acting through their emotions, acting through their body language, an art of silence, no voice, no So when you take that definition and transition it to a gospel arena, what is your mm -hmm. definition, gospel mind? Well, we're not going to take anything from uh, Marcel Marceau because he's the world's most famous mind. So everything that you just said about miming, that's what we do. That is exactly true. The only thing that's different between that and now is that we say that, you know, gospel mime is specifically praise and worship, right? So it's praise and worship. It's still through theatrical pantomiming. People will say it's the difference between pantomiming and miming. Well, I, I don't think so, okay, because mime is a, a derivative of the word pantomime. Instead of saying pantomime the whole time, we say mime. But it's primarily through Christian. At this point now, I, I would have said just gospel music, but now there's a whole genre also of Christian contemporary, right, music and gospel music. So when you take, as long as it's Christian-based gospel, it could be contemporary or it could be old school, okay? It, and it formulates pretty much in the African church and now it's globally, this is where gospel mime is born. Again, it must be, we must mime to Christian contemporary or Christian or gospel music. And so when we do all the things that uh, Marcel Marceau did, he was doing it on, in theater on stage as far as uh, telling stories. We do the same thing, but to the song. There is a story behind every song. Whoever wrote that song had a vision and had something in their mind that they wanted depicted through the music, right? Through the music waves. Well, we take that and we depict that same song through our interpretation. Hopefully the Holy Spirit is telling us to do that, right? And then we regurgitate that back out to you in the form of mime with gospel as a cherry. Amen. When we look at the, the, um, the makeup, what is the meaning behind the makeup? Uh, it's a jar of uh, face paint called clown white. Okay, that's the color, clown white. And uh, either primarily we use Benai or we use Mayron, or we use Creolin. And there are other, other brands too, but those are the three major brands. And guess what? We apply the white paint to exaggerate our expressions. So if we are 500 feet away from you or 1,000 feet away from you, you are able to see us, quote unquote, visually from a distance. Also, when we are together, we should move as one in unity. So the theatrical paint allows you to see the picture of the song and get lost in the song, in our interpretation, 
but not really to see what color our skin is or, you know, what complexion we are and, and all of that. It's all theatrics. We mm -hmm. also paint our eyebrows because our eyebrows are a form of expression. When we smile, when we frown, when we cry, our eyebrows move with our face. And so we also paint our eyebrows as well. Now, some paint their lips black, some don't. I used to paint my lips black. Um, it just, you know, exaggerates it more. There's nothing right or wrong with it. It's just a matter of choice. Now I've graduated from the way that I paint my face to the way that I used to. So when I used to have a full face, as we call it, then I had black lipstick because it matched my eyebrows. Now that the Holy Spirit, and people will beg to differ, the Holy Spirit instructed me on how to paint my face now, there is a balance of part brown and with my lips. And so I put like a, a thin coat of, um, what do I do? Um, it's it's by, by Mac, what's the name of it? I think it's bow. I put a little bow on it, like, you know, so it's brown. So it matches the, my face. And then my lips don't get dry. Amen. I like that. Yeah. How do you prepare yourself to minister through mine? All right. Well, you know, that was probably the, the most profound question that you had for me because I've been doing it for so long that I just go through the steps, right? But when I actually wrote them down, and at the end of number 12, there's 12 steps that I have, I, I kind of, I'm like, I'm missing something here, right? So the first thing I do, and I try to make the, I'm, I'm hoping that this order is, you know, one to 12. I listen to a song. I listen to music all the time. I listen to music all the time, right? Uh, and so I know when the Holy Spirit hits me, like that's the song. Okay, so that's number one. I allow the Holy Spirit to give me the song. And I have to like the song also. Okay, number two, I listen for confirmation. So let's say uh, there's a song that I like, I would like to mime to. So now what I do just to, you know, have confirmation, I listen to my pastor when he's preaching. I listen for him to either say the song title or something in the song or something that confirms that that's the song, right? Um, I listen to Bishop Jakes also. I listen to Pastor Mark Bryant. Um, I, I listen to Pastor, Mar, uh, uh, Pastor John Hanna, but primarily comes from my pastor who's Moses Herring. And I'm telling you 99% of the time he either says something or he uh, is something in his in the word that he's given us, something in his sermon, something that he's joking about. I'm like, that's it, that's it, that's it. Confirmation. Then I listened to the song at least 75 times within the first two weeks. At least 75 times. I don't listen to anything else. I don't listen to any other song. Um, it has to be that particular song over and over and over and over and over again uh, to the point sometimes, sis, I'm telling you, I can't sleep. Wow. I was just sharing this with uh, one of my leaders at church. There's this one song that's been in my spirit just the longest ever since I think February. And for two months, I could not sleep because it keeps playing 
over and over and over and over in my mind to the point that I even asked God one time, please, can you just turn off the tape? Just, just, I just want to rest. I just want to rest. So me listening to the song over and over again, sometimes it's up to 300 times, you know, within a couple months, seriously. Then, okay, so then I, I write down every single word to the song. I handwrite, not type. I handwrite every single word to that song. I also am one of the moms that um, I minister sermonettes. So that means that I will hear a part of, let's say, Bishop Jake's sermon, and maybe I'll cut out three minutes of it, three to five minutes of it. So now when I handwrite it, Bishop Jake speaks differently than my pastor, Pastor Moses Herring, right? Who speaks differently from Pastor Mark Bryant. So I create symbols when I write so I know when to pause, when to emphasize, when to take a breath. Um, so that takes a long time. And then I rewrite it. So I've created my own symbols, right? You listen to me, Sue? Okay. Then I create the a choreography with my eyes closed. So I've tried to see, I've tried to see dances with my eyes open. I can't, I cannot see them unless my eyes are closed. And then I can see the dancers and then I can see where to put myself and then I can see my movements. For years, I could only see choreography over on my windshield. So when I'm, I was driving, I had a Honda. When I was driving, I can literally, I've choreographed, I've choreographed so many dances across that windshield of my car that when I had to trade it in, I, I didn't know, I didn't know what I was going to do. So that choreography comes with my eyes closed, not open. After that, of course, I do fitness training like everybody else, you know, jog, walk, run, do cardio, especially when I'm getting prepared for that. Drink more water. Um, I pray. I fast the day of you know, the morning of, I fast, or maybe I may have maybe a banana. I make sure that I have two, uh, two cups of, I mean, two bottles of water. Uh, in the morning, I anoint myself. I have a special procedure how I anoint myself, especially my feet, especially my hands. I prepare for war. You know, I really anoint my feet. I can hear the clapping of my feet and I prepare myself for war and I ask the Lord to, for the people to open up their eyes and their minds to see him and to see what I'm trying to depict so it could destroy yokes against the enemy. After that, I get paint ready. Okay, after I anoint myself, I get paint ready. Paint ready means I draw, you know, I draw my face and then I color it in and then I prepare my face. Uh, I'm very, very, very meticulous. I try to have my face to be perfect because even though we're not perfect, I try to present uh, the best that I have. Mm. Hallelujah, Lord. Glory. My God, my God. And I so try. the best I try. I try. And then I'm quiet. And then I drive to wherever I am. Of course, I, I prepare. I forgot to prepare my robe. And I, I asked the Lord to show me the color 
or the robe that I'm supposed to wear or whatever I'm supposed to wear. I prepare my bag the night before. I have to have a couple pair of shoes. I prepare uh, extra undergarments. I make sure that I have plenty of diaper wipes because that's how we remove the paint. I make sure that I have uh, um, Q-tip swabs. I have to have Oh, it's so many things that go in my bag. Says my prayer shawl. I got to make sure that I have my prayer shawl, which I got from Pastor John Hannah's church, which has all scriptures over. So when I pray, I'm covered and the Lord can see his word. I do that. I, I make sure that I have like little um, safety pins and bobby pins and scrunchies and extra gum, and just, just uh, extra oil. It, it's so much stuff that goes in my bag. And then I take everything to my car and then I drive and I listen to the music. I'm always driving in my paint and I always leave in my paint. I do not, do not apply paint when I get there. I transform in my house, in my bathroom so I can get paint ready. I leave in my paint. I drive, I've been driving for at least 12 years, going and coming in my paint. I am not stopped by police. I'm not afraid of nobody. Nobody, I've, I've been on the west side, south side, east side, north side. I walked in the dark on Halloween. I, I have been in grocery stores with paint. I go shopping in my paint because you know what? I'm more comfortable in my paint. And I tell other moms, you sin less. You sin less. All eyes on you. All eyes on me with white paint. I got to make sure I'm walking upright. I got to make sure that my expressions, I got to make sure that my heart, my heart is clean when I'm in paint. And so I'm very comfortable. I'm more comfortable in my paint than I am not. So after that, then when after I get to the place, you know, I try not to talk to too many people and I, I, I stay sequestered and I, um, I just stay to myself until it's time to come across, you know, it's time to minister. And so I go through all of that and then backwards and I go through the whole process kind of sort of getting backwards, but it, but it's, it's, it's faster because after that, then I, I'm not as heavy anymore. Uh, I can enjoy the service. Maybe, you know, I stay, I try to stay for the whole thing. Uh, I leave, I don't take my paint off. Uh, a lot of times I have on like this warm up jacket or, you know, warm up outfit and have my towels because I'm sweating. And if I do take any paint off, I always leave this part of my face covered, you know, to just because I don't really want everybody to know who I am, right? And then I go home. And then I untransform myself, you know, in my bathroom. Uh, or if I got to go to the store, I just go to the store, <laughs> you know, just do whatever I have to do. And then I ask God, you know, what did he think? Mm. I mean, did you accept it? What did what did you think? You know, I mean, I can't be perfect, but and then I know when I miss the mark. Sometimes I miss the mark. Sometimes I don't I don't feel like I've done my best. I never feel like I've done my best, but sometimes I wonder, like, did I impact the people? What did they think? It's not about the applause, but I'm telling you, mimes, you know, minister of mimes, we prepare so hard and um, we really put our all into it. And just a lot of times we are taken for granted 
a lot of times the dancers are last on the list. It's those that sing that, uh, for whatever reason, some people think that the singers are the only worshipers, but we're not. If we break a leg, we in the wheelchair minister. If we break our arm, now we mind with one arm, you know what I mean, and not two. If we think about all the things that can happen to our bodies if we're not if we're not in shape or something just happens. You can sing. If you can sing, you can sing. But a dancer has to, to me, this is just to me, nothing against, you know, I wish I could sing. I could sing in the shower, but I can't sing like that. You know what I mean? I just want you to know that we are also true worshipers. We are born to praise. My God, my God, you just really gave me my definition of your versatility as far as choreographing through the prophetic as well as the liturgical. I mean, and um, mimers, the mind ministry is so overlooked. They take it for granted. Even the dance ministry, they will not pay the people. And mm -hmm. um, that's why I thank God for Courtney Justice for God ministry when I became the visionary and how he ordained the platform to worship through the entire performing arts. And when I would bring in different artists and give them donations, people would judge that. But I was yeah. listening to what the Holy Ghost said. And I thank God for me being a visionary and you as well and being obedient to the calling on our lives amen because it is a it's a lot to bring someone in you know it's a lot to you know disrupt their evening their 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 time even though the time is their worship is it's worshiping in the spirit it's our lifestyle but you have some people some of these churches that just take everything for granted they don't want to give. They just want to receive. They don't yes. even want to fire. They don't even want to contribute. So it's it's amazing, but you can pour into them, but they don't want to pour back. So I thank God for the vision on your life. Sis, I thank you, Minister Felicia Harmon Brown, for being a guest on the Miko One Show. I give honor to your life, and I just want to close with a prayer. Father God, right now in the mighty name of Jesus, we just thank you for Minister Felicia. We thank you for the vision that you have placed in her belly, Father God. We thank you for Born to Praise Ministries, Father God. We pray that it would reach globally, Father God, that she would touch, inspire, and continue to bring every down, every stronghold, cancel every generational curse, Father God. We give your name the glory. We thank you for creating us to be handmaids before the Holy Ghost, Father God. Strengthen our walks, Father God. We are already in the faith walk, but we thank you for vision and the provision, Father God. We thank you for networking and fellowshipping, Father God. Cover her children. Cover her finances. In the mighty name of Jesus, continue to allow her to be humble before you, Father God, continuously allow her to create a sanctuary in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask these many blessings in that son's name. Amen.